0: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. The Lord. Amen. It is an honor and a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go. Well, I said, Let us go to the house. This is the best place that there is to be. Amen. And it is an honor and a privilege to be here. And uh, we come on purpose. We come. I'm mean, to try to be a blessing, and I look at the time, and man, y'all going to get out early today because I'm not a long-winded preacher. I tell all the time, I've been preaching a long time, and I learned I can get it done in 20 and 30 minutes just as good as I can in an hour and a half. <laughs> and I have learned that more doors open if you're short, than to do if you're long, so. <laughs> and so, but it is a privilege to be here. I love and appreciate, brother and sister Samson, man, what, what great people, man, what great leadership this church has, and I mean that from my heart. We was talking last night and uh, staying there in their, their home, and, and uh, we was talking. It's not many people across this country that's still standing for truth. You better thank God for a man of God that's still holding the truth. Well, that was weak and that was quiet. I said, you better thank God for leadership that's still standing for truth. Amen, I'm gonna tell you, it still takes truth to be saved. It still takes separation to be saved. Well, hallelujah. We're not going to preach on that today, but I do, amen, do want to say, amen, I love and appreciate Brother Caleb and his wife, and uh, man, it just excites me. We, we talk a lot on the phone, and uh, man, his zeal and his desire and his passion that he has for this church. I'm going to tell you something, you don't, you don't see that often everybody's worried about and we we understand we we gotta make money and and this is all going into my preaching time. See, I'm on a timer. I got my my timer set so I'm keeping up with it. I'm gonna try to keep this in that 30 minutes. You notice I said I'm gonna try. But I love people with passion for the things of God. And I'm gonna tell you something. If you'll get a passion along with the leadership of this church of these two good men I'm going to tell you, you can see the greatest revival that any church has ever seen. Well, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Well, if you got your Bibles, let's go quickly into the word of the Lord today. I, I, I do feel like I have the mind of the Lord, uh, something that is very strong on my heart today. I came early, uh, left this morning. It was still dark outside. I came to the church. I was awake this morning about. Uh, about three fifteen, and uh, I realized one reason why I was because I looked over and my son was in the bed with me, and uh, it 's like sleeping with a tornado because he 's on your side, at the floor, at the top at the and uh, and so I begin to pray and talk to God and try to go back to sleep, but I feel a burden. I feel a burden today, I do. I feel like, can we just lift our hands right now and just ask God to help us? God, we need you. God, I have nothing without you today. Oh, I feel the Shekinah glory in this room right now. It ain't just tears that flow. I'm telling you, I feel the mighty hand of God that's in this room. And I know God wants to do something for somebody in this house. Come on, are you really hungry for a move of God? Come on, I, I prayed and I begged and pleaded, God, God, would you feel somebody with the Holy Ghost today? God, I want to see somebody buried in that only saving name. Come on, I feel, I feel the hand of God already moving. Come on, I'm telling you, I don't have to preach here today. Somebody's just got to be sensitive to the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Woo, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My, 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 I'm telling you, I do. I I feel it strongly. Man, I'm not one that weeps and cries a whole lot, but I'm telling you, I, I just can't hardly hold my emotions this morning. I feel the hand of God. I'm telling you, the hand of God can reach farther down than you can ever reach up. I'm telling you today, somebody's here today for purpose and for a reason and God wants to bring a change. I'm telling you, the hand of God's about to do something in this room. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 13. Jeremiah chapter 13 and verse number 23 if I can preach as short as my scripture, man, we're gonna be out of here. We're gonna beat everybody to the restaurant today. The Bible said, can an Ethiopian change his skin? Can a leper his spots? I want you to, to notice, can an Ethiopian change his skin? It's impossible. You can't change the skin. And he said, or a leper change or leper his spots. It's impossible. A leper is a leper forever unless God intervenes. That you may also do good that are are accustomed to do evil. That ye also would do good that are accustomed to do evil. Evil. I want to preach to us today for a little while. I want to preach, if the Lord will help me, a change is coming. A change is coming for somebody in this room today. Would you lay your Bibles down and would you ask God to help the preacher? God, I'm a failure without you today. God, I stand here helpless without you. Ooh, God, but I feel the touch of your spirit. I felt you've early this morning. I feel the anointing that's in this room today. God, I know, God, there's people with baggage. God, there's people that's in trouble that's in this room. There's people, God, that's confused of direction in their life. But I feel a change is about to come down in this room for somebody. God, I'm asking you, God, that you would anoint my mind, my heart, my soul. God, that I speak not my words, but I speak yours. God, that you would anoint this congregation to open their ears, their heart, their mind, their soul. I wish you'd just lay your hand over the person beside you and pray one for another. God, in these next few minutes, God, that you would minister to people. God, that you would minister to the wounded. God, that you would... God, I feel a change about to come in, in somebody's life in this God that you would anoint me to be a mouthpiece of you, God that you're going to speak to somebody in the next few minutes God and somebody's leaving with a change in this house, come on would you clap your hands and would you lift your voice and would you let God know that we're here for purpose today. Hallelujah, you can be seated. I'm just gonna be honest with you today. I normally, I've been assistant pastor for two years now and Sunday mornings I don't usually try to get too wound up but I'm gonna preach today because I feel a burden in this house. Man, I was reading a true story here some time ago if you'll just give me a moment to lay a foundation and I'm gonna be like a 747 out of the chute and somebody's gonna get the Holy Ghost. Is that all right? Come on, I'm going to tell you, I didn't come this weekend just to have ordinary church. I can do that at the house. I came today because God's going to deliver somebody in this room. Somebody in this house, you're bound by things in your life today. And you came today for purpose and for reason and you need God to speak to you. And if you'll let me, God's about to speak to your life in this room today. And it is so amen you can be seated I was reading a story it's a true story I'm sorry amen I I didn't write it all down but uh, in the custom of of a battle amen people that get wounded uh, amen they have a place a place that they take them and amen they they take the wounded and those that are that are in trouble they take them to a certain camp there and, and so when they get them there they place them in the beds and they have a doctor that comes around and he evaluates your weight temporary person. Amen. That's there. He goes around. He evaluates them, and there are three tags that they place on the end of the bed. And one of them is a tag of hopelessness. There, there's no hope. There, there's no medical attention that's needed because it's not going to do any good. You got to understand they, they they can't do what they need to do there, and they uh, they have to travel for hours to get them to a hospital, and and then there's another. Tag that's placed on the end of a bed, a that tells a man the nurses in them to respond. Immediately, they need immediately attention, and uh, they 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 need care, and they need somebody to to help them. And there, there's hope for them. And these tags are colored, amen, in three different colors that they can recognize by eyesight. And so the next tag is uh, that's placed on the end of the bed is, amen, that if you get Time. If, if if the first category is taken care of, amen. You go to the next tag and you and you try to help. Them and there was a man that was there and he was in trouble. He knew he was. Amen. His leg was nearly severed. It was nearly blown off of him. And hey man, he's wounded. He's losing mounts of blood. And, and he looks at the tag that's placed on the end of his bed. And, and the tag is no medical attention needed. He was losing so much blood and he was in so much trouble. Amen. They they recognized that it was no use to trying to help him when there was other people that needed help. And so the man was crying and the nurse come walking by and they was annoying him. They wasn't paying him no attention because of the tag that was on his bed. And he stopped the nurse and he said, ma'am, he said, would you please help me. He said, I can live if I can just get some help. And she looked at him and she said, sir, the tag's already been placed on your bed and it's no use to me trying to help you. And he's pleading and he's begging with her. True story. And he's Begging with her, if you'll just give me a chance, I believe I can live. And so she takes the risk of losing her job. And nobody's looking. She takes the tag off and she puts the tag on immediately attention needed to this person. He said he's loaded into a truck and for over two hours he's riding in the bed of a truck to go to a hospital to get help. And he gets there and the story goes on. The man lives. He loses his leg and other parts but he survives to tell the story. I'm going to tell you something today. I came in here and I began to pray. And I begin to walk these hours. And I'm telling you today there's people with tags that's been placed on your life. And it looks that there is no hope. You've always had an addiction. You'll die with the. you've always had a problem and you will die with the problem because the devil's placed the tag and he says there's no use but there's a preacher that's in this room today I come to change the tag today to tell you there's still hope there's still life that is within you if you'll get to an altar there's a God that wants to change you today there's a God, that wants to change your identity, that wants to change the crisis that's in your life. Somebody ought to praise Him right now. You can be seated, man. I know for the last two years, and man, we got a, a drug rehab in our church. And man, it's called Recovery. I deal with them all the time. We have people that comes in, amen, and they know when they come, their life's in trouble. They know when they come in, amen, they need help. But everybody's always told them Hey man you have Been identified as this And you will die Identified as this Can I preach to somebody here today That's alive from hell Because God's already identified you Before you ever walked in this building I don't know your name But I know what I feel in the Holy Ghost I can put my hand on you And tell you Hey man you're searching for something You're looking for a chain And you ain't found it yet, but on a Sunday morning in an apostolic church, there's a change that's about to come to your life. There's a change of identity crisis that's in your life. And there's a God that cares about the crisis that you're in today. My God, I feel like preaching to somebody. You need to rise to the occasion that somebody does care. You can't fix it. Oh God, I feel like preaching here today. I said you can't change it or you already would have changed it. You can't fix the problem. Ma'am or sir, you already would have fixed the problem. Amen. You identify as who you are. And you feel like it's always going to be that way. Let me tell you, you can't change it. But there's a God that can change everything about you in just a few moments in this room. A leper is named to be a leper the rest of his life. A leper is put out of the city and identified as a leopard and they're unclean. They can't be around anybody. They can't come around their family, their children because it meant they're unclean. And the scripture says can a leopard change his spots? It's impossible. He's identified as a leopard. He's not allowed to come into the city. He's not allowed to have a part with everybody else. But I can tell you today, you can't and I can't. But the There's a God that heals come on you hear me today if God can heal leprosy he can take care of your problem oh yeah and you say preacher I've had it a long time oh yeah you may have had it a long time but I'm telling you're here today because there's a change that's going to happen if you'll let God do it in your life today People are marked at an early age in life. I sat here some time ago, a man that I started bringing to our recovery class. I was bringing seven, ten or so at a time just on my own route, my own van. I was running. There was times they had drugs on them. One man I dropped off one night, the phone rung about 10 minutes later. He had a weapon and a lot of drugs that was on him while he was in the van with me. He went to jail for some time. He got out and he called me and wanted me to meet him. And he said, "I know you don't want anything to do with me anymore." Right there in that parking lot, he said, "But preacher, would you pray with me one more time I armed him up he didn't smell the best he didn't look the best but I armed him up and we began to pray and talk to God and I said man God still cares about you right now just like he did when you messed up I'm telling somebody in this room today you're holding your own self hostage because you feel like you messed up and nobody believes in you I'm preaching to some people right now and you feel like nobody trusts you and nobody cares about you. That's a lie from hell. I'm telling you that you're in a place, a hospital that's not looking at the tag that's on you, but we're looking at, my God, we're looking at the possibility that you can be. We're looking at the future that God wants to do in your life. Oh yeah, you've been placed and you have not identified of who you are, but God wants to change the identity. God of who you are and what you've always been and you can leave a new creature in Christ Jesus I know I know I've told the story here I was preaching Louisiana there was I don't know three four hundred people there and these preachers know what I'm talking about some God times God speaks to you for one person this congregation's huge, it's massive, and there's one little girl God sends me to preach to. Out of over three hundred people, there's one young girl, brother. I block everybody else out of my mind like they're not even there, and I focus on this one girl and I preach my guts out. And church is over, she she cries, she leaves. I'm sitting in the cafeteria and we're eating. Someone comes in and I know I've told the story but I just, I feel it today. They come and get me. They said, somebody wants you outside and I walk outside. Here stands a little girl. She's 18, 19 years old. I can't remember. She's sobbing. Literally, the tears are hitting the concrete. She's emotional. She's weeping and she's crying. She said, preacher, I know you was preaching to me. She said, but I'm a prostitute. And I felt unworthy to approach you or come near you. She said, but you was preaching to me. I said, yes, ma'am, I was. I began to talk to her and I said, sis, the same presence of God you felt in that building. You can feel it again right now. We walk in that church, there's about eight or 10 of us. I got some men and some women, I, I didn't wanna be alone, and so they come in, I begin to sit on the altar and I begin to give her a Bible study. This young girl is uncontrollable, she's crying. She said, I feel dirty. I, she said, at the age of five years old, she said my mom would sell me to grown men and they would abuse me at the age of five years old. That's all I know is to be abused, I feel dirty. And so we started praying and the girl begins to speak in tongues and man for about 45 minutes she's laid out on the floor and, and, and she's I don't have time to go into all the story and she gets up and man she's sobbing she's crying and I said now I said let's baptize you and I start telling her what water baptism is water baptism is the blood of Jesus Christ which washes away all of your sins and we're standing there in that water and I said now sis you came in this water as a prostitute with baggage and scars I said but when you come up out of that water you're no longer identified as a prostitute but you're identified as a child of God and can I tell you that young lady still in church today living for God why because somebody changed the identity of who she's always been Amen. There's somebody that marked her and scarred her and My God, I'm preaching to somebody today. You need to let God change your identity in this room. God loves you. God cares about you. You've just got to give it to God. Come on, let's lift our hands. I'm hurrying. I've been 20 minutes. I'm hurrying today. God, come on, somebody. Don't leave like it came. You don't have to leave in Ethiopia. You don't have to leave today with leprosy in your life. God can change it all. See what you got to see. What you see is the outward of man or woman. That's the problem with people. You identify them with who they've always been. If they had a line problem at one time, that's who people identify. Well, they've got a line problem. When a person walks into a room, can y'all give me about five or ten more minutes? When a person walks into a room, immediately by the association of people, they judge them of who they are. I know I've been there. I had problems. I got scars on my life today that I wish to God I could go back and redo. Things I got involved in running from God and running from the presence of God. Things I won't even speak of in front of my own children. Things I've seen. Things I don't deserve to preach to you today. But somebody changed who I was and where I was headed. And somebody loved me when nobody else cared. It was somebody like God. You hear me, I know we identify. This is a holiday weekend. We're celebra- I celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ 365 days a year. Come on, you hear me today. But can I tell you, you may have came because of a special invitation. But you got an invitation today for a life-changing experience in your life today. It bothers me. When people judge people from the past. All you see is the past. You can't see the future. Only God sees the future. People in this room right now, I'm just gonna to talk to you. I got tons of scriptures, and I, it don't make a rip to me. I don't have to have scriptures to preach to you today. I'm preaching to you from a burden. You walked in this room, and there's scars, and there's baggage in your life and you feel nobody cares about me No, if everybody knew who I was and what I've always been oh I don't mean to snot and cry but you, you just got to overlook it this morning because I'm in the Holy Ghost right now and I'm trying to pull somebody out come on that, that, that you're identifying is, it's over it's hopeless your family don't believe in you your friends don't believe in you but I'm telling you today there's a man in this room you can't see him because he's a spirit the Bible said they that worship him Must worship him in spirit and in truth God is a spirit But can I take God's here in this room Because God's speaking through me to you today And you feel like because of the scars That you're coating on you today You'll never be who everybody else is That's a lie Because the water baptism Washes away who you used to be And it identifies you As a new creature in Christ Many times, oh God, I, I gotta hurry. It's been 24 minutes. It, there's times you walk in a room, and I should have wore my suspenders today. I forgot in my home. And immediately, when you walk in the room, I, I'm talking to some people right now. When you walk in a room, You'll feel like nobody cares about you. Oh, I could prophesy to somebody right now. I feel the Holy Ghost and I don't know your name, but I'm telling you, I could read the mail right now. God's running it like a my Lord, like an X ray machine in front of me right now. Amen. I'm not going to embarrass you. It's your choice today. This is a free choice. Amen. You're in a church today that loves you and they care about you. I don't care what the devil's telling you right now. Amen. This church don't care. The preacher, that's a lie from hell because the Bible said the devil's a liar and the father of all lies. You're in the place where where you need to be for a change to happen. Alcohol ain't changed it. Drugs ain't changed it. Pornography ain't changed it. Your friends ain't changed it. But Jesus Christ, him crucified is in this place today and he wants to change your identity. Somebody come. I I feel it right now. Somebody come and help me on the piano right now. I want to tell you, I ain't got to preach my whole message. It don't matter because somebody's in conviction right now and the Holy Ghost is dealing with you. And God, on the inside, there's something that's crying out. And you're saying, God, help me. God, God, would you please help me today? But you feel like nobody cares. God, where am I at, God? I know what it is to stand in a room. I, my my daughters there only like to tell stories like this. But I feel it today. Nobody there that knows me but me. For a man to sat across the desk and looked at me and said, son, you're not looking at one year. You're not looking at two. You're not looking at five and you're not looking at 10. He said, if you're convicted, you will automatically be convicted for 30 years. I was lied on. I was innocent. As so I sat there, my hands shackled to my feet. Nobody there knew me. And really nobody cared. Brother, I didn't know what I was going to do. But I remember a wife told me. She said, God's going to take care of it. I was trying to live for God. Doing everything I knew to do was right. Wrong place, wrong time. God, I'm thinking, God, I can't. I knew there was a call on my life. You're talking about fear when it grips the heart, when you think about going away for years to come. but I'll never forget that day when I stood there the person that was accusing me admitted they lied they was talked into it and I'll never forget the words the judge said son you're free brother when they unlocked them cuffs and them shackles they hit the floor and I walked out of that place there was a tag that was placed on me from the enemy that day and they said it's over oh God I feel the Holy Ghost right now I won't ever head bowed and I'm not trying to embarrass anybody but if God's dealing with you you ought to get out of your pew right now because God sent a preacher all the way from down in Tennessee to come and preach to you today that there's a change about to come into your life. Shatorobokaya. You're sitting there under conviction right now. Ma'am, sir, don't sit there any longer. I preached to you. I've reached for you. I'm asking you to get out of that pew and walk down to this altar and throw your hands in the air and let God change. Come on, I need some people praying. I'm pulling. I'm reaching right now. I'm not going to pull on. But I'm taking God's calling for you, sir. God's calling for you, ma'am. You've ran long enough. Come on, you've searched the word over and nothing's changed your life. But there's a change. Come on, God, or take the scars. Come on, God, and take the scars. And God can. Come on, is there anybody else right now? There's a change. There's a change for your life. You're in a crisis. You don't know which way to turn. You don't know the answer. There's a God right now, ma'am. I'm reaching for a person right now because the Holy Ghost is speaking to me right now. Come on. You need to come. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm just going to pull for you because the presence of God is pulling. God wants to change some things in your life. Come on. Somebody pray. Somebody talk to the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. come on come on come on ma'am you've suffered long enough come on ma'am fought long enough come on sir you've run long enough the almighty God wants to tell somebody you're free you're pardoned today come on can we stand to our feet right now and can I get some people to come around this front I didn't come to preach to everybody in this room today, but I'm preaching to people that needs help. Come on, God's reaching for you today. You've prayed long enough. You've searched the world over long enough. Mercy's in the room today. Come on, ma'am, I'm begging you. I'm pleading with your mercy. is fighting for you right now. I'm telling you God's talking to me. I can't I can't quit. God's pulling somebody's trying to make a decision. I'm pleading. I'm begging with you today. Let the change come. Give God a chance. Give God a try in this room today. Come on the tag says it's over but God's saying life is just beginning if you'll give me a chance come on sister Samson begin to sing I'm not going to beg you come on it's your opportunity but God's pulling you know I'm preaching to you come on ma'am you know I'm reaching for you come on God knew you was going to be here and God's calling you God's calling you home God said you ain't got to run any longer come on would you move would you walk down this front and let a change Come in your life, the way and the waves round me.